Uh, welcome to the You and Me Show, our life's journey. I am one of your hosts, Bishop, with the lovely Mary. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, people. Um, I must say, uh, today is going to be more uh, hardcore, straight to the point. Get your life together. Get your of. life together. Yeah. Um, most recently, um, Charlotte, of course, that's where we are, made the world news. Um, there was an incident where some teens yes. popped off 150 rounds into a home drive-by and killed a three-year-old. We um, Not to mention. <laughs> not to mention this coincides with, uh, of course, the death of a young man who was in Trinity Park. Yes. In the Charlotte back and forth um, issue. Now, I don't really want to talk necessarily about the core because i don't really know the core yes uh my focus is gun violence and the collateral damage from these things Wait. um and um to coincide with this um over the labor day holiday in chicago 60 people were shot really 60 people were shot and the um, police chief got on the news and was trying to plead to the people about turning in these people uh, that are doing these things. Yes. Uh, and the notion is, of course, I'm not a snitch. I'm not going to tell on these people or whatnot. Of course. Right? That's you not wanna, what I do because there's distrust of the police. Yes. I not get... only that, mm -hmm. but like personally, you get involved with things like that without knowing the core it could be dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I, understand, <laughs> I I get that, I understand that. And there's a fine line. I heard uh, somebody speaking. It was like, it's one of those things wherein if this is an issue wherein whether you're getting retaliation on somebody or you robbing somebody and you get shot, you breaking somebody's house and you get shot, or you confront somebody in a confrontation and you get shot. Yes. Um. It's one of those things on I can almost deal with this better because it's something you were doing that caused it. But when it's an innocent person, yes, it has nothing to do with your confrontation or conflict, that's a problem. Yeah. Meaning if someone rose up on this house and starts shooting next door, just shooting into the house. Yes. And you kill a three oh, not know who you are, nah. You got to go down. Yeah. I'm that ain't no snitching because what you did was just totally wrong and yes. you killed an innocent person that had nothing to do with your conflict. Now yes. if you ran up to somebody's house and you're trying to have a conflict with them, you shoot them and they shoot you. That's something between it's you two individuals. It's definitely more personal. It's more personal and you can deal with that. But of course there's natural consequences for everything. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm about that. If you know, hey, if it's innocent people that are being shot, then hey, we as a community need to be like, nah, we can't have that. That ain't yeah. snitching. That literally is looking here. You are wrong. Yeah. Period. Uh, so there needs to be something done as far as that gun violence. Now I'm an advocate for, hey, you want to carry a gun, you want to protect your family, you want to do whatever. But yeah. there are consequences for everything, and just for someone to be able to do this. Um, because there's a lose-lose on both sides. Yeah. The person who shot the 3L, 3L dies. 
and the person who actually was doing the shooting. Yeah. They're eventually going to get caught. Yeah. Um, And then their life is gone. Because, you know, you're going to get 30, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And if you're a teen, that's... You're going to jail at 15, 16. You're going to be in there for the next 30 years. You're going to be 45 when you get out. Your whole life is gone. Yeah. So, you know, the whole gun violence thing is just not something that I can get behind or be to the point to where, hey, I even want to advocate for the person who had a vendetta or felt like what I was doing was right. They have the video. You got two kids and they look like kids. Of course, they look like young kids jumping out the car and firing into this house. Oh, I didn't know there was a video. Yeah, there's a video. I have not seen that. Yeah, yeah. and that's 150 rounds. That you shot into this house, not knowing 150, 150 rounds. rounds. That's a lot. I don't know where they got that from. It's the but type of guns that they were using. Oh, but, you know, also that's another question. So, yeah, yeah, they had to be uh, artillery rifles or something like that to put that amount of bullets into the the house. Yes. So I'm just like, really, what was the point? That's a you know a beyond drive by. What were you thinking? Who? put it into your head that it was okay to go shoot up this house. Yeah. That, you know, of course, are you thinking ain't nobody in the house? We're just going to shoot it up. Or was no there... regard to life. Yeah. We don't care who in there. We're just going to shoot up the house. Yeah. That's what I predicted it was about. Yeah. You're uh, trying uh, to get whoever you can get. But I just, I can't as someone who's been in the streets not really down and dirty in the streets but I, I've known people who are in the streets there are certain things and certain rules and codes that you just don't break Yeah, and that's just one right there you don't do now if I'm shooting up the trap house that's a little different Yeah, the 3L was in the trap house then we got a problem period yeah. why was it in the trap house um, but you don't shoot up somebody's mama's house this is certain things you just don't do from the streets. You just that's just yeah. something to no no. Like nah, bro, y'all wasn't y'all didn't think that went through at all. Uh, and if it's a, a personal thing, you need to make sure you get in the person that you you're targeting. Yeah. You don't do it to where hey, I'm gonna go to somebody's school, try to shoot up the school. I'm gonna which is so weird. Guys. Yeah, it's like, so weird. <laughs> really? I mean, y'all could have gone to the park. Hey, I will, or like I say, if I got to be, let me let me confront this person. I, I'm I'm past. No, I don't understand people will always have confrontations. Yes. And to say um, what's happening is like an oxymoron. Why are they using guns to solve their problems? Hey, all they got to do is look at America. Yeah. We do it all the, the time. time. We go to other countries and we use guns to solve problems. I mean, we use bombs. Actually. So, And nobody here has bombs. <laughs> so, so we can't just remove the whole thing. Why is it even happening? It's what the country does but exactly. my thing is there used to be a time where and hey if i got an issue with you i'm gonna fight you yes you know and hey if that solved my problem it seems or... it's like one of those things where like you keep it personal mm -hmm. and right now it's it's not feeling so personal <sighs> yeah but some people take that i'm gonna keep it personal but now i'm gonna try to hurt you and other fashions you know hey i'm gonna get your family thinking that's going to hurt you more than actually getting you. It only perpetuates the issue because now that web gets wider. Yes. 
you know, that 3-0 might have not even been my child, but it could have been my cousin. They got a father, they got a mother, and then they got webs that, okay, now I know who did this. Yes. It's going to continue that I always cycle. thought that it would just create more conflict. Just yeah. because the more people that do pass or die because of someone else, because this is this isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, like not necessarily, oh, it was an accident, but oh, nah. like this it's it's kind, right this is cold blood, <laughs> cold blooded, meaning that if somebody else finds out, it could just continue. Me, this cold blood will continue to run. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's gonna get. It's going to be longevity. longevity. Uh, blood debt is play, uh, paid in more blood. Now, now, this is not isolated, but they're, they're minimals. And when I was looking at this, of course, this is a tragic situation that happened. It got a little news. Of course, it was the world news, which just put Charlotte out there like, oh, wow, that's something that happened. Yes. But they dealt with it, and it died down. The same thing happened in Chicago. Yes. But the fact that 60 people, 60 people yes. got shot. They talked about it. Now we're moving on. Yes. I said, now, what if 60 people got shot in one weekend in Charlotte? Oh, God. That would just be straight. The entire city would shut down. We got to do something. Yeah. Because it's just so... It's kind of abstract. Abstract. For something to happen. Like, okay, you know, in Chicago, it's one of those things where like, oh, Chicago has the most murders every year. So it's like, I don't know, not expect, except, not accepted, but like expected. It is it's very accepted. and it, It's it, normalized. It's more. straight normalized. This brings me back to, I went to Chicago when I went to CJ. Yes. Um, I don't even know if I told you. I was in Walmart. Was, yeah, I was in Walmart. I didn't Going know to, Chicago had Wally Worlds. Wally Worlds everywhere. I went to Walmart to get some stuff for him, um, so we can get his apartment uh, up to par. So yes. I'm I'm in there and I'm walking through the aisles, and then I remember a, a a guy coming up to one of the workers. Yes, and he was introducing himself because he said, "Normally I work on the weekends. That's why y'all guys don't normally see me, but I'm coming in today. I'm going to be working for such and such." Because um, she's going to be out for the next couple of weeks. Because you heard on the news last night, um, her sister's the one who got shot and killed. So I'm just going to be working for her. And then he just walked on to the next person. Um, I was like, he just said she, that like. It was nothing. She just took off. She's on vacation. And she'll be back in two weeks. He literally just said her sister got shot and killed. She was on the news last night. And I'm going to be working for her. And then he went on to introduce himself to other workers. Is that just me? What happened to? <laughs> I mean, like, what happened to like nice to meet you afterwards? Like, you know. No, what happened just... to? Let's take everybody in the back, have a little meet, and say such and such is going to be going through but a grieving them, process. Yeah, for them. So it's... therefore, she will not be here. Instead yeah. of just being like, okay, so sister got killed. LOL. Like, I'm gonna be here. But it's normalized. It's for me to weird. hear that someone say that in Chicago and then for them to have the 60 deaths is like, okay, y'all really guys have normalized people getting shot and killed like people going on vacation. And like I say, if that were to happen here, I would see news press. I would see people just talking about, they would really do something. Yeah. If 60 people got shot in one weekend. Just like, it wouldn't be talking points on Monday. 
And we're moving on to the next subject. Yeah. So it's a whole gun violence thing wherein when is enough enough? Although yeah. we had, like I say, the one, the three O, and then the guy, but that's not enough to where people's like really gonna pay attention. Yeah, because it doesn't affect the mass majority. Because of course the kid was black. Yeah, both of them were black. Yes, it's three O, but they were they were black. Yeah. Um. So I don't know the whole ethnic groups of all the people in Chicago, but it's I don't care if. All 60 of them were black. If 60 black people got killed in Charlotte, Charlotte would still be doing something. Yeah. Because there's just too many people over a weekend. Yeah. That's two, three days. Yeah. It was the Labor Day weekend, but yeah. still. <laughs> to me, I understand it was an extended weekend, but like, come on now. That would be too many fatalities to happen in one weekend and it not shake up everything in the, the politics. So, okay. We got to do something. Yes. You know, there will be a, a, a lot of repercussions. So and I think that's why most people like within our schools are very angry because of course the only thing we really have or they're really saying is, okay, we're going to have some extra security here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that doesn't, it doesn't change anything that occurred. No. And it doesn't change anything that's going to happen further so i think but does it does it, it also ass- doesn't affect i mean in in theory it doesn't make us feel any safer than okay. we actually are so you don't feel any safer and you feel like that the administrative support is sensitive to the nature of what's really going on yeah or like in a sense like of course they have a sort of bias towards it um and you know the way that it was presented to us was very i don't know we don't we we've dealt with death before mm-hmm. our school is for some reason not quite infamous for things happening once a year but we have had something similar occur mm. in earlier years and of course it wasn't addressed in the way that it was addressed this time okay um there was no there, it was very short but in kind of alarming in a sense that it got everyone's attention. And it was one of those things where they stopped talking about it immediately, mm. but we're sitting here still aroused and confused as to what's going on. So what's really going on. And for it to like reach the world news, we were kind of like, Oh, okay. Uh, what the heck? Cause you know, it, it was one of those things where it hit really close to home. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when it, something hits close to home, we expect us to be able to digest it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, you expect and, it to, to be presented in a fashion that's more digestible. But they did not. They, pre- did. they did not proceed to do that at all. Hmm. Which led us to more danger, but that's okay. Just let led us into more danger, but that is okay. Not yeah. really. I'm just saying. It will never be okay in my mind how the, the way that this played out. But that's on me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't let that go, then again, that's on me. But also, you know, I don't know how much you can do as administrators, but I guess in the sense that you could have delivered it in a way that 
It was more. Would have made us feel more comfortable and supported. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I understand it. I don't know what was in their head uh, or even how it was. But delivered. of course, you have, I, I don't know, there's my community, as in my school, there's kind of like a, you can tell what they're pushing, if hmm. that makes any sense. And you get the tone. We get the tone. Or at least I can sense the tone from who I am. Other people are, you know, as naive. I'm not going to say naive. Well, you got to understand the dynamics of your school is primarily 50-50. Yes. And the groups that are affected by this directly or indirectly um, um, aren't connected. Yes. In any fashion. And it feels weird because, you know, you have certain people who take this as, oh, my God, this is when they hear the news that, hey, you know, people want to come, you know, play Battlefield at our school. The first thing they think of is like school shooter vibes, as in there's someone who's after certain people, mm -hmm. as in like they're going to they're coming to shoot up the school. They're not coming to do anything to us. They're mm -hmm. coming after each other. This is the setting. Crossfire is what we're worried about. Yeah, you're concerned about yeah, Crossfire, the innocent bystander. Yes, but everybody thinks that, I think it's like a selfish thing, or it could just be that they don't digest the news that way. Mm. A lot of people didn't go because they were scared that they were going to get, like, you know, there's going to be a school shooting. Yeah. That's not what they, this they, is. They internalize it as this is going to be a Columbine. I got somebody coming to the school to shoot up the school. And it's not shooting anybody. And I wanted to sit there and be like, it's not about you. Uh -huh. And if you don't come like that, like, of course, I didn't come because of, you know, crossfire. But I knew, you know, even if I would have gotten hit or something or if something would have happened, I would have known it wasn't about me. No one's targeting me. No one was targeting me. Nobody's uh -huh. after me. And it's not a personal thing. Mm. But nobody really understood that. I think everybody took it. Sort of, I don't know. Of course, I understand every man for himself, the whole thing, you know, yeah, that whole yeah, idea. But, but I mean, you know, I don't think anybody really understood what was going on. And I don't know if that's like good or bad or not. Uh, well, ignorance hey, is bliss. But is ignorance is bliss. But I am not a part of the ignorant, and this is not quite blissful for me to, mm. you know, uh -huh. sit through and like examine in a sense because i mean for me the person who got killed i knew who they were like mm -hmm. i've known them since elementary school they went to elementary school that's i saw the name and i was like oh my god like i recognize the name i was oh, like okay. i've heard that before and so you know for them to not you know it was kind of like a oof you mm. know hit kind of close to home yeah type of feeling well i mean that, that happens when it it's that close, yes, or like I said, an acquaintance, someone that I know, um, I don't have a, a direct relationship with them, but I still know them. Hence, why I got yeah. disgust, even more disgusting afterwards. I was like, oof. I started. That's when I had strong feelings about it because they didn't. They never mentioned who it was mm -hmm. when they did come on the announcement. They acknowledged. They didn't acknowledge the person who had passed. And I was like, okay, that's a little disrespectful. But then once I realized that this is something, someone who I knew 
it was mm. like okay now i'm a little that that's when i got invested in the situation yeah. i had to explore what was going on yeah someone's like hey call her name yes call her name say give, it give them their due say their name uh, but they but, never did well, we had to find out through the news yeah uh like i say don't know if it was a legal issue torn i can't say their yeah, name yeah i was kind of the name there. hasn't been released yet but once you find out of course you give reverence and you know because it's still a lost life yes irregardless of what was going on or what happened um it's still a lost life on under confusion i'm pretty sure yes. it all boils down to some kind of disagreement because if anything escalates the points where I'm trying to kill or shoot someone and even if they ain't trying I ain't trying to kill you but I'm trying to shoot you but knowing you if I shoot you um you could possibly die because it's not like yeah. you're a marksman or whatever someone can actually die by discharge discharging a weapon yes there's collateral damage that can happen but if a conflict has occurred and gotten you to that point yes where this is what i want to do um there's something serious going on yeah hate of the passion is one thing yes uh methodical continuing to think about something planning it out there's a little more to that yes because if it happened and i'm still thinking about it and i'm planning it out yeah 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 there's something going on it's either absurd. somebody egging something going on or you, you're trying to prove a point and someone else is just adding fuel to that fire. But yes. like I say, this it's all going to come out in Washington. Uh, I did see where two guys had actually already been arrested from it. Uh, you don't know if they're direct shooters, but, you know, hey. Yes. That's a lot. And when you live, like, right next to everything that happens, you hear stuff, mm -hmm. you get a lot more information. Well, you know, and ear to the ground. Ear yeah, to the ground. Ear, to the, ear to the ground. And like I said, depending on where they go, because now you're going to be in a situation where you're going you're in jail, you're going to prison, certain people find out. There's certain things in prison that just don't wash. <laughs> they don't wash. I'm telling you, it just don't wash. You shot another dude, all right, cool. You know, you, you might get a little respect. Yeah. And they're going, depending on who you are and who you shot, yeah. where you end up. Is rival, you're gonna catch some heat on that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, child molesters, child killers, child kid, you're gonna catch it, bro. Yeah, you're gonna have to either be in solitary confinement or police custody. And then police custody protection, depending on who that is, they're gonna drag you. Yeah, because you took somebody's life, man. You took a kid's life. Yeah, so they're gonna be like, nah, this ain't no. Glory days, I got patches. I'm, I'm, I'm a rider. Nah, you, you, you setting up, bro. You gonna catch it. And like I said, you might go in tough and think I'm gonna be alright, but you gonna run across the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to Edgefield. Don't go to Poluck. Um, Poluck. Yeah, yeah. Run up on Satan. Yeah, that's a dude called Satan. In there. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Hello. Um. Yeah. And like I said, you'll run up on somebody like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you realize, okay, hey, I made a, I made a mistake that affected the rest of my life. Yeah. So think, man, think about it. Safe. Or anybody who's out there else listening, if you're thinking about doing something, uh, 
let it go or try to rationalize it out. But they're fine for other means. Another person is something you should probably think about. I'm one of the people who I'm like, you know, like you you get the you only live once. Yeah, people aren't gonna care about what you do. We're gonna end up not existing at the end of the day. But don't, you know, don't interfere with other people. Um, in that sense, I don't believe in hurting other people in the sense of reckless behavior. But if you're doing reckless behavior that could possibly just affect yourself, that's on you. Yeah, but even still, I want you to think. But yeah, definitely. You know, think about it before you make a rash decision that's going to affect the rest of your life. Yes. Or it's going to affect those around you. Because, again, like I said, this is a three-year-old. It's going to affect the mother, the father, the grandparents for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So it's not just it's uh, kind of a traumatizing this one thing. person that I'm trying to get at. They're going to be affected by it. Because, like I say, I don't know. You could have been very well trying to get at me, and I don't care about nobody else. Yeah. I only care about me. Yeah. So what you do to somebody else doesn't affect me. Yes. So like I say, it's it's all in motives and ideas, but I guess I, I can't even blame it on I was high and doing something. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but that's my spiel on you know gun violence, and um, you know I do think there should be. Um, Closer laws, um, probably when it comes to these weapons, um, of mass destruction as they call them. Uh, but again, they're only uh emulating what they see from our actual government and how we have no conflict. And it's not like it's yeah. really like a it's not a foreign thing, no. At all, it's not something like where did they learn that from? Mm, mm, it's everywhere. It's yeah, it's everywhere. My movies to um, our shows to what sells. So hey, it's, it's one of those things, you know. You can't try really, to protect yourself as you move forward. Yeah, but also educate. You can't, you can't run away from it too long. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, like you said, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. But hey, who's to say? Um. Use your words, people. Use your words. Yeah. Uh, just spit. You know, find other means to we handle encourage disagreements this. with your peers. Yes, we encourage this, but yeah. we're not telling you what to do. Uh well, I'm not telling you what to do. But I do encourage it. I don't I don't think one conflict will last forever to wherein it's always causing a problem. No, you'll get over it and be like, "Dad, man, we was fighting over that." Mm. I mean, unless you're in the mob or something. Uh, but even the mob is just grudges, man. People, if you're holding on to a grudge, ten, ten years, twenty years, something wrong with you. <laughs> Something's wrong. Yeah, man, let that go, man. Life is too, too complex. Um, I can't. I used to say life is short. Life is not really short. Life is really long. Yes. Depending on how long you live, but. Uh, in the scheme of uh, existence, yeah, life is a short time. Yes. But living, you know, life is, it could be long. Um, moments can seem longer than others, believe yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but, you know, that's just my spiel on 
kind of get straight to the point to let our audience know that, hey, we do have some strong views about, you know, violence. Yes. You know, hey, don't do it. Don't do it. Only with your mouth. Not, don't bite people. But She uh, said don't bite nobody. Don't bite people. Don't bite nobody. But, you know, I think your words might hurt a little bit more than. Yeah, I always say words. Too. Words hurt a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I have my opinions, like, on violence, of course. I'm not a fan of guns, so I prefer knives personally. <laughs> I think I think we should personally fight it out with knives and swords instead. She said knives and swords because that, this is hideous. It's just not an instant. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. At least you got to work for it. She said you got to work for it. You know they should not have loaded that many rounds into that house. Oh yeah, but it also happened with a button. Mm. They didn't do it. They, I mean, like of course they did it themselves. They and still pulled, pulled that trigger. trigger. But that's all they had to do. I don't think anybody would be walking up in there if they could. If they had mm-hmm. to, they wouldn't be doing that. Nah, because it, it takes a special person to, think, to, to take a knife to somebody. I believe that guns also create a barrier. Creates a barrier. Um, of between the person. Cowards. Yes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to. I don't want to. I can hide behind my gun. Yes, but you can't hide behind a knife or a sword. You yeah. have me, you have to draw it, and then you have to do your. You have little... to utilize it. Yes, <laughs> it takes skill too. You yeah. can't just do it. Okay, I mean, I got you. I'm so not. I'm not knives. saying that we should be violent, but also, if you want to be, put the guns down. Grab a knife. Yeah. Stop the violence. Put the guns down. Yes. Find a cause. Do something with your life. Uh-oh. Let it go. Unless, Let it go. Unless you're in danger. Yeah, self-defense is totally different. Yeah, you know, but okay. don't be a vigilante. Vigilante. It's, it's, it's too much work. And you might. Um, because of course. 30 years in a box mm. does not sound... It not sound nice at all, man. Yeah, so I don't recommend. And, you know, I don't recommend it at all. Yes. No, he doesn't. Yes. You know, there are some good things that come out of it, but those same, I mean, when people's like, okay, prison saved my life. Okay, if you was on drugs and you was going down the wrong path and it puts you in a different place, thus it saved your life, all well and good. I'm with you. I understand that. But also, but a lot of the things that people come out and change to be, they could very well have done those things in the street. Yes. They didn't have to go to prison to turn their life around to do what they're doing. Yes. They could have just did that while they're here and been that much further along. Um, I, I'm great. I always say I'm grateful. I sure I truly didn't want to go um uh but i am accepting of the things that came out of it the relationships that i've made with people um but i i can't say that if i had to do it all over again i would do it yes (laughs) because even in some of my conversations with people um I would have still met these people. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. In the street. Me and Jay had seen each other twice. 
Oh? We had seen, we had ran each other twice before we even knew each other. How do we know this? We were talking. We were talking one day at the All-Star game. Two oh. All-Star games were at the same function at the same time. Okay, that's crazy. So I'm like, this is weird that... So it's almost like if you want to go into Destiny, we were supposed... We were going to meet we, each other anyway. Anyway. We ha- shouldn't have had to go to prison to meet each other. But that's how it happened. But that's how it happened. Um, and like I say, just certain paths going on, uh, I probably would have eventually ran into Jonathan. Now, whether or not we would have been able to connect like we did, yeah. maybe, maybe not. But, you know, like I say, what's, what's for you is going to happen. You know, certain things you don't have to experience to get those rewards. Yes, I agree with this. So... Completely. But like I say, some people, it does, as you say, something has to happen to change them or remove them from a situation to get clean or whatever the case may be or to deal with uh, some trauma in their life. They got no choice. Yeah, processing time. Because, of course, there are distractions out here in the free world. You don't have those. And prison literally creates a um construct for you that okay you can only operate within these parameters yes so you can only do with so much and society a society yeah yeah. i often think about that this is it's a world within this world and then i I do get certain people in this life can't deal with a lot of choices yeah Mm -hmm. and need to be told what to do and not necessarily told what to do is just given limited choices Oh, that makes sense. Like to say, when we go, we had the commissary at the store. Um, you got noodles. Yes. I only got three kinds. Oh, okay. Versus if I go to the grocery store, I go to noodle aisle. It's a whole bunch. Yes. That I got to, to decide which one do I really want. That makes sense. Versus, no, you got these three choices. Which one do you want? You can get one of each or this is what we're serving. Yes. You can get this. Or you can get that. Not too many choices. And you have from 4.30 to 6.30. Yes. To go outside and get some exercise. If you don't, you don't. You know, some people need those structures. It's like the mil- that's how some people are so productive in the military. Oh, yes. They're told what to do and when they can do these things. Yes. And that's how they have to function. And they thrive in that. But if you give them choices, they don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. It's like, I, I mean, for don't... me, I, I don't get it. But there are some people that just, that's how they function. Yes. So Their brain is wired in such a way. Hmm. In conclusion, I could, it could, me, could it be me? Um, I've hated limits since I was a child. So I will limits. be uh, away from both of these exclusive uh groups exclusive <laughs> things uh she's not joining these fraternal groups no <laughs> no nope. sorority no 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 never the avoiding the greek letters as always that's my that's my motto avoid the greek letters I'm avoiding the greek letters uh, pie included yeah well yeah i like to say hey uh if you know what you want you seek the certain path and thus avoid um, distractions or detours that calls for confinement 
your future where your time is paced. Yes. But of course, like I said, you don't have to go to prison to be in prison. Yes. You can be in the prison of your mind, prison of your job. Um, Education. LOL. Much uh, like what we were talking about earlier when you was making the comment, uh, what it was um, about the rewards. Or having jobs where oh, they don't. Good. I was talking you know, about how joy. Yeah, it. I was talking about how good good fortune bring good fortune is brought via fulfillment, and people who have jobs that they don't like, or that have, money, or that are yes, or that are they're forced to do are often their rewards are not necessarily good, good in the sense of they don't have that good energy. <laughs> Yeah. So, so in essence, they are prisoners to their careers, their careers, or their choices. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that are right. often influenced by other people or outside forces. Mm-hmm. Nothing really internal or involved. Or or could go back to the same thing: a sporadic choice that they make. Yes. Thus, I'm forced in this situation. Um, uh, continue to be stuck in this rut. Yes. Um, but turning a switch with your fulfillment, uh, joy. Yes. Um, you were or productivity. Productivity. You were implying that your good fortune. Um, you received good fortune and fulfillment. Yes. By doing certain things. Yes. So it just comes with like, for me, if I'm productive for a certain amount of time, uh, good fortune in the form of, and I'm not saying this in the optimistic way because a lot of people get this confused with, you know, finding the good in everything or the Mm. whole thing of karma where if you do good things, then good things will come to you. No, that's not necessarily what I'm referring to. I'm referring to monetary means. I hope that I said that right. I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> monetary. I believe it's monetary. Monetary hmm. means equals good fortune. Uh, monetary means also equals bad for fortune. But, you know, what I'm getting at is that I have briefly, like, what's come to me, that over the four, like, maybe four years-ish, last four years, I've discovered that whenever I do something, that I find fulfilling. So if I do a bunch of chores for myself or if I do a bunch of homework Mm -hmm. or if I work hard on something, writing, doing an activity, and then afterwards I feel fulfilled, like, hey, I've done something, money comes my way. Mm -hmm. And And it's not a direct relation to it. It Yes. It doesn't always have to be. Yes. It doesn't always have to be directly, you know, getting a deposit because obviously a way that I, it has been like direct is okay. I worked at Dairy Queen for almost a year and Dairy Queen was very fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. It was repetitive, but whenever I stocked everything up, I felt good about it. Whenever we got through a bunch of orders through a rush, I felt really good because, mm-hmm. Hey, we got through that. This is something that I've accomplished. And even though it's a small thing, when you work there, you know, every other, you know, you work there for days and days or mm-hmm. whatever. You're paid. You know, you're paid. And that's the paycheck. That's the good fortune in your hands because not only are you getting paid for it, but you felt fulfilled after you 
did each of these, even if they're mundane tasks. Okay. Now you you put the spin on you say bad fortune. Yes. Now some bad fortune could in, feel like okay in the terms of ugly money that I like to. That's what I called it. I called yeah. It ugly you called money. it ugly money, but I was like, okay, I'm doing a job that I don't like. Yes. But I get paid every two weeks. That's my good fortune. So I mean, if you oh, if you for me, I was thinking if if you feel fulfilled afterwards. If you feel fulfilled after your your job that you don't like, then it would be okay. If if your fulfillment is oh I'm done for the day, and I don't have to come back for the rest of the day, maybe that could count. But also I no, I just feel like their good fortune is I get paid and I can do something with this that makes me feel feel fulfilled. Fulfilled. I feel like the fulfillment has to come before. Oh okay. So that's my philosophy. But also it is. A very privileged way of thinking, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's li- well, it's not privileged, but it's sometimes it could be limited because that's what you you strive and you push for people to do. Do what you love and love, do what, what you do. you're gonna feel fulfillment out of. Yes. And if you do that, then you will be rewarded in the end. Yes. But most people take that reward to win. Okay, hey. I like I love playing basketball. I'll make it to the pros. Yeah. And I'll be rewarded for this because that's what I love to do. Yes. Um, but say if I love art. Yes. Doesn't mean I'm gonna be financially successful. Yes. But I might feel fulfillment from my paintings and what I do. Yes. But at the same time I have to live. That's why I said I felt like it was a very privileged way of thinking because even though there's many people who are doing what they love but don't make a lot of money off of it mm-hmm. uh, because the resources aren't around or those opportunities, those doors aren't really open ever. As well as people doing a lot of things that they don't love, but they got to eat. Yes. And they get their, you know, that's what I'm saying. Mm. So, of course, this is only something that I feel like works for certain people. I think it's just what has come across for me. That has, you know, mm-hmm. been work, like not working necessarily because I didn't know until now. I didn't really notice it until now when I started feeling that way where, you know, the more homework I'm doing and the more I'm being productive, the more I'm being rewarded monetarily, uh, which But again, is the monetary is not being rewarded for doing it just work. No, it's, no, it's not it being, just it just happens. happens. So it's, but it feels that way. So whenever mm. I feel fulfilled, if that makes any I mean, sense. Some people would say you're blessed. Yes. That's why. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> so I was like, you know, whenever I do feel fulfilled, it comes. Mm-hmm. Whenever I don't feel fulfilled and I'm not doing anything, I it doesn't come. It don't come. Right? So I'm like, hmm, maybe. So it kind of pushes me to continuously do things. Do things for personal fulfillment, not with the notion that okay if i continue to do this i'll be continuing to work we're just continuing to feel fulfilled and like i'm actually doing something making progress and therefore it's not like like when i'm doing something i don't think oh my god if i keep doing this for weeks i'm gonna get money no it doesn't Mm. happen like that it's just the more i feel fulfilled the more i guess maybe it's a think of maybe it's like a a good energy thing. Mm-hmm. I attract positive energy when I. That's the secret, ain't it? Yes, I attract power po- of attraction. I attract positive energy when I'm feeling fulfilled and having mm-hmm. that. You know, 
with that circulating, it brings good fortune, which brings is something that I, fortune. I suppose that's what I manifest the, a good percentage of the time. The good fortune. Yes. Right. Me, I like the instance that bring the money. But bring the money. Also, when I'm doing day to day things, I'm not thinking of getting paid mm. for them. We're just doing them because that's what because I number do. one, it has to be done, and number two, that's just what I do. <laughs> that's so. what I do. All right, well, man, I got you. You know, hey, I always want everyone to have good fortune and just to be satisfied. Yeah, because a lot of people say they don't, they don't need a lot of money, they don't want a lot of money, they just want to be happy at what they do. Yes. Oh, good for that's you. really like me. That's you. a kumbaya. She said a kumbaya. That's a kumbaya. I mean, I don't need a lot of money myself, but it's just I know what I do and the things I want to do requires finances and i'd like to get to the point where that's not something i have to think about yes you i know, think that's money is off the table i can just do what i do um help whoever want to help build what i want to build and i wish more people had this mindset because i don't know i'm i'm not better than anybody else for hmm. thinking the way that i do but I know a lot of people who, like, you know, when I'm in school and they ask us, what do we want to be when we grow up? A lot of people just say rich. And it's funny. <laughs> she said, I want to be rich. And it's funny because they're like, I don't know what I want to do. I just know I want money. And I'm always like, oh, okay. Like, I don't really know. It's really, you kind of, you're, you're kind of stuck at that point. Mm. You don't know what else to say. Because, hey, you know, when you're a child and you see what money can do, like, I wouldn't blame anybody for saying, oh, I want to be rich when I grow up because mm. of what you see. Okay. Right. But, you know, we don't get the full picture. No. And even at the age of 17, you don't get the full picture. So understanding what it means to be rich. Yes. And to have money. Because it's not necessarily, for me, it's not the money. It's just the resources. Yes. And the things you can do with um, the resources yes. or the money or whatever the case may be, influence, um, negotiations, whatever it is. So. And I mean, coming from someone who's very materialistic. Material girl. You know, yes, I am a material girl. But, you know, you kind of, I need to learn. Me, for this reason, I'm learning financial literacy. <laughs> uh, I'm not just saying I want to be rich. I have to figure out how to get there. Yeah, but you don't want to be rich. And also, you don't, yeah. Because you you're want... already rich. Uh, you're trying to build wealth. Pretty much. There's a difference. Because wanting to be rich means absolutely nothing. Apparently. This means you You have money. stuff. <laughs> you have stuff and you yeah. have money in your hands. Money in your pocket. Yeah. Oh, we want to build wealth. Not to mention that, you know, at some point it goes away. Yes. If you're rich, it goes it'll away. go away. Which sucks. Mm -hmm. It might die. Not yeah. to mention, I think about like people who get like really large paychecks every two weeks. And I'm like, all that has to go at one point, because you know, depending on like like bills. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm afraid of bills. Okay, I'm not someone who's afraid of bills. But when it comes to like disposable income and stuff, mm -hmm. after all that, you can make ten thousand dollars a month. But half, you know, all of it by the end of the month, you know, by the time you paid everything off, that's like. Nine hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're broke. You <laughs> like, make ten thousand dollars a month, and your bills are nine thousand five hundred. You're broke. Exactly. You're like, literally broke. That's five hundred dollars. Yeah. For what? Yeah, so for five hundred dollars like, <laughs> a month. That's six thousand dollars a year. Yeah. 
so you that literally you really have the you're, wor- you're working you, poor yeah that's that's working poor believe me so yeah. it's one of those things where i had to change my perspective because i was looking at, you know i look at a, i watch a lot of youtube i watch a lot of people who come from rich backgrounds and present their life in a way that makes it look like you know oh like i want this life but you got to realize where they come from number mm-hmm. one and number two there's are people who have built themselves up you know to make this certain amount of money from youtube and their companies every month but once they share those expenses you realize okay that's Mm-hmm. the disposable income that you have at the end of this is not a lot at all. No. That's the, about the same that I have. Now it may and allow you to maintain a certain lifestyle. Yes. But you got to think if that ever goes away, what do you have? What do you have? So, you know, I've kind of, it, at some point it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable. If that makes any sense for me, it made me feel a little bit more comfortable. Hmm. Or the fact that, like, not necessarily in the fact that, okay, once I get here, I might be in the same situation as them. Of course, I don't want to be, you know, my disposable income to be $500 every <laughs> month if I'm making $10,000 a month. Well, uh, you got to do something different. You would have to, yeah. But also to think that, okay, these people who I look up to are, at the end of the day, still in the same boat as me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes it seem, it's a little bit comforting in the fact that it's like, okay, not in necessarily, like, I, I don't have to put you on a pedestal, but we're equals, yeah. even in the economic idea of it. Yeah, because you're, you're not pocketing $10,000 a month as disposable, then, yeah. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. Me, that's not, what, what, what is you doing? What are you doing with it? Yeah. Also, what are you doing with $500 at the end of the month? Are you saving it? Or I mean, are you even just. At, even at that, that's just one of those things. There are certain people that can do certain things and it, doesn't affect their bottom line. That's just like I was listening to, well, I think it was Erica Campbell. They were talking about a gala, no, the, the gala that um, Beyonce and oh. somebody else was going to. Yes. And um, the ticket was 3500 Yes. No, not 3500 35000 Yes. That's the ticket. For a gala. Yeah, to go. Makes sense. And it was like, okay, Erica Campbell's, I'm an artist. I got, you know, a lot of things. She said, I'll do good to pay $80 or $800 yes. to go to like a fundraiser. Yes. But I don't have it to spend $35,000 yeah. to go to that same event. But again, she could be at the same awards thing as Beyonce. Yes. But that's the, the type of disposable income yes. people may have. Yes. Because you, if you're dropping that, and that's, shoot, that's almost $100,000 her and Jay-Z go. Yeah. That's $70,000 for a ticket. Not to mention the child probably going to come too. So. Miss Blue. Miss <laughs> Blue can come that's too. That's a different type of disposable income. Yes. That one has versus, you know, even, like I say, they're celebrities. They're known. They're, they do a lot of things. And people know who they are. But yeah. you would think that they would have it like that because they're in certain mode yeah they're also but in again, a certain light certain light but again she's like nah i can't do that <laughs> that's not me that's that's a whole year's salary <laughs> for some people yeah so i can't drop that for one night yeah you know so i was like yeah yeah you you have to know what you have so yeah. no i don't think i'll ever be buying a ticket for that amount of money never know but 
if it's one of those things where sometimes I do say that if I could do it, I would just to say I did it. I mean, if I could one do day, it, I'm going to go into Louis Vuitton and I'm going to buy a $450 sweatshirt because I can because and walk out. If there's a, a benefit, like I was at Jay's, the dude who cooked the lamb. Yes. Jay was like, man, because um, of course this was a private. He came to his yes. spot to cook. He was like, you know, normally he don't leave his restaurant to go cook for people because he had some connections. Yes. Dude was like, man, what if LeBron asked you to come cook for him? Would you do it? He was like, yeah, because the, the ticket on that. He said if LeBron called me today yes, and asked me to cook, he would spend his own money to go cook for LeBron's meal. Yes. He said, only thing that I would ask him to do is he had to take a picture with me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cute. Not not with the, okay, he needs to take a picture, is the amount that he's going to get from the fact that he cooked for him Yeah, and took that picture and people saying, okay, hey, if you cook for LeBron, you can cook for me. Yes. It's the stuff that comes behind it. Public relations. That there's a benefit. This is like for that 35000 Yes. If it was a situation where I had it, I would do that investment because everything that I'm going to get in return, return is going to pay for Me. what I'm doing. They're, it's an they, investment. They're going to see how I look on the red carpet. They're and who be like, I'm with, um, who I'm talking with, who I'm connecting with, then there's a difference. Yes. But just to drop it in, like I said, I'm a, I don't care. I don't know you. I don't care. I'm just going because that's a difference. Yeah. But, you know, when is there a benefit? Like, this is one lady who's like, I just like to meet Oprah. So I'm like, why would you just want to meet Oprah? It's not the fact that just meeting her is going to change my life. It probably is, depending on what I do. Yeah. If I write books and... I go talk to Oprah. I go talk to Oprah and she talks about my book. It's not necessarily Oprah. It's everybody that's connected to Oprah. Yes. Beyonce has what? Almost five billion followers. Yes, <laughs> five five billion. If she mentions my stuff, half of them are gonna go buy it. Yeah. So it's life changing. Not necessarily. I'm just so stuck on Beyonce. It's the connection that this person or the influence that this person carries that affects what I'm doing. Yes. Unless I'm just like a true fan, I wouldn't wouldn't care. But if it's a business decision about something I'm doing or the direction I'm going, then yeah, it's a sacrifice that you make to change your situation. Pretty much. Uh-huh. I think I agree with that. Yeah. And, and this has been the introduction to networking one on one. He's a networking one on one. That's what we do. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You should just teach a college class She's about networking. Networking. It's all about who you know and networking professors. Who they know to connect you with five degrees of separation. As like people. as my mother says, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's a little both. Yes. Because who I know could put me in a situation to where and they want to know what I know. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Because if you, you get in front of them and you don't know nothing. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Made that kind of party. Can't just give it to you. Unfortunately. Uh, but yeah. Knowing hey, you're friends with him. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'm just here. Um. Yeah. And then what? Yeah. And then what? And yeah. then what? 
You got to bring something to the table. Yeah. yeah. This isn't. <laughs> that's oh, funny. Blame me. I you got to You got You got to bring something to the you table. You just show up empty-handed. You look good, but like. Where's my pasta? Yeah, yeah. Some people just like, man, I just want to seat at the table. Okay, when you're sitting at the table, what you bringing to the table? What you gonna talk about? You just gonna sit there silently, awkwardly? Nah. Like now you look stupid. Not gonna work. All right. Well, hey, that's our spiel for today. Yes. You know, um, any closing thoughts or words to share? Well, considering the fact that we just said don't sit at the table awkwardly, don't get overshadowed by people. <laughs> don't get if you have the choice not to get overshadowed, don't get overshadowed. And also, according we were reading this book, we're reading this book for English, and one of the chapter names is "Never Stand Next to the Hero," uh-huh. uh, where it emphasized that if you stand next to the main character or the big person. You're likely going to get sacrificed. Uh, I'm not saying that the big people can't be loyal, but, you know. Well, yeah, claim, yeah. I mean, I get that. They claim that you might get sacrificed. And I'm not saying in the, in that literal term. Mm-hmm. I just mean in the sense that you might get overshadowed in a way in opportunities. And that would suck. I, you know, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to say, I've stood I, next to the hero. I, I used to say, I never wanted to be the man. I wanted to be the man standing next next to the man to the man. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Because again, I'm always, I'm at that point to where I'm at the top. Yes. But I'm not at the forefront as being the man. Yes. Or the man behind the man. Is number two. Everybody, everybody knows who's number one and yes. number two is. Yes, but no, everybody doesn't always know. You don't know about these two. other people back yes. here. That makes sense. It's like you know Michael, uh, uh, you know um, Bill Gates. Yes, but you didn't know anything about his other partners. Yeah, who got billions. Yeah, literally, <laughs> they're literally. literally billionaires just behind the curtains. <laughs> behind like, the curtains, because there was other people who owned Microsoft. Yes. So, but. Again, that's the anonymity, you know. Hey, I'm still at the top, but you don't you don't have to know who I am. So that kind of thing. But that's just me. But I ain't been that lucky. I was about to say. <sighs> we know Joe, we know Miss Kamala, but who's back there? That's uh-huh, always who yeah, else is back there? Mr. Mitchell. <laughs> Mr. Mitchell. Okay. All right, cool. Well, that's our show. Um keep it moving, people. Share the show, talk about yes. the show, binge on the show. Yes. Apparently, I got to start doing that and checking out what the things that I said. Got to write them down or something in a notebook and be like, oh, I need to ch- touch back on this. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do a little study of all our shows that we've done. Do some fact checking. Yeah, because I, you know, we've been talking on these mics for a really long time, Ooh, surprisingly. Okay. Almost uh, in a, well, we got about half, uh, another half of the year. Yeah, before dissecting yeah so you know we got another half of the year to go before it's two years but 18 months is a pretty long 18 time months. 18 months it's actually almost been exactly 18 months uh-huh. um, it will be a, 18 month old yeah. okay all right teeter tottering so you know might have to go back and just dissect some things all right. hear what i had to say a year and a half ago. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Yes. Anyways. Um, okay. In the meantime, between time, stay safe. Be easy. Peace.